What's up, everyone? All right, so welcome back from the long Labor Day weekend. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Got a little rest, and hopefully you guys did too. So here we are, first trading day of September. One trade, one winner, $2,700 of profit. A little bit more than the daily goal, and that's a great way to start the new month. Now, if we look back at my calendar for the month of um, uh, August, my first day was only $47 of profit. And then the next day, which was uh, Friday, August 2nd, I didn't take any trades because nothing looked good. I didn't trade again, well, on Monday, the 5th, and then we had the 6th, a red day, 7th, a red day, and the 8th, a red day. So it was a terrible start to the month. So just starting here with a green day starts to build a little bit of a cushion. And, you know, it's not a big cushion. I've still got to be careful tomorrow. And also be mindful that today we didn't see the level of follow through I would like. During the recap, we'll talk about ELTK, which I traded this morning. And then during the recap, squeezed up and got halted on a circuit breaker at $7. It then resumed low at $660 and ended up fading. But we were watching it live and we kind of broke it down. So enjoy that during the recap. And as always, questions, comments, leave them below. And today we have extended our Labor Day sales. They expired at midnight. We pushed that back to midnight tonight. So jump over to the website, use the coupon code Labor Day to save 30% store-wide at Warrior Trading. All right, see you guys in the chat room. everyone so uh, I'm gonna finish the first trading day of September up uh, $2,779 and uh, $78.99 so not a bad start to the month one trade one winner and uh, just a little over the $2,000 daily goal today is the 165th trading day of 2019 so we are um, well, certainly uh, coming to the uh, last, well, last push, the last four months. And uh, I hope that we see some really good opportunities uh, here as we uh, close up uh, 2019, especially in November and December. But starting the first day of the month with the green trade is always nice. Uh, it doesn't always happen. And I'm sure some of you guys who trade today, whether it's real money or in the sim, um, may not be in the green, and um, I started August in the red, so I certainly know, you know, both sides of the coin. I've been in both places, and um, I think for me today I set a, a little bit of a different goal. So let's kind of go through how today unfolded. All right, and I hope you guys all enjoyed the weekend and uh, got some rest. And those of you guys who um, took us up on um, our Labor Day sales, I'm glad that you did that. I'm gonna pause this here, or mute it at least. Um, I'll just go like that. All right, so leading gapper this morning was CDTX. Now, this one I really wasn't particularly interested in. It's a, um, a stock that I have traded in the past, uh, quite a while ago at this point. It really hasn't been uh, a very interesting stock in quite a while. So with it gapping up today 70%, you know, I was impressed. That's a huge gap. That's a really big move. And yet, I didn't really think it had a lot more in it. So we had the high here um, of 318 pre-market. Uh, by the time the bell was about to ring, it had broken below 3, below the VWAP, the volume-weighted average price. 
and then it curled back up and so we opened uh, today at three dollars uh, it immediately surged up it hit a high of about 308 dipped down surged back up to 309 dipped down came back up to 305 and then sold off from there i didn't take any trades on it so this stock it meets my criteria for price it certainly meets the criteria for gap it clearly has news uh, however, the float's 25 million shares, and I typically focus on under 10 because those are stocks that are more volatile during trading hours. And the volume was already 2.15 million shares, which uh, is a little high. I like to see above average volume, but when you get to a place where you're above a million shares pre-market and you have a 25 million share float, I usually look at those types of stocks as having a lot of tension, uh, a bit of a tug of war, and it's uh, more difficult to see really big breakouts. So it's kind of harder to get um, nice 20, 30 cent moves on these types of stocks. So, um, you know, in terms of weighting the criteria of an A quality setup, I would definitely weight float as one of the highest because you know, even if you have everything else that matches up, even the volume, the float can just be a, um, a deal breaker. So that was off the list. ABEO for me, I wasn't interested in it. Now, it did end up making a nice move from $2 up to about $2.78. Nice, clean pullbacks. It's a stock that's been beaten up for a while, as you can see. It did have a catalyst today of news. And, um, you know, this one... This one did end up working out a little bit better than I suppose I expected, but I left it alone with the float being on the higher side. ARDX floats too high. Uh, this one price is a little high, volume's a little low. This one vo volume's too low. It doesn't have a float. This one's too expensive. This one's a little too expensive. So you can see as we're going down the list, the first one here that you know you might look at would be USOD. However. This is United States um, short oil fund. So I'm not going to trade that. So basically, there was nothing on the list uh, for a gap and go trade. So we talk about the gap and go strategy as part of the Warrior Pro courses. It's a strategy of looking for the leading gapper and trying to ride that momentum. But I have to be very uh, specific about which trade, which stocks I'm willing to apply that strategy to and which ones I'm just going to sit on the sidelines. And uh, these were all ones that I was not interested in. All right, so the bell rings and we come in pretty much with the mindset of um, watching the high day momentum scanner. Now I will say that ELTK was uh, the first stock I looked at this morning because it was the last stock I was looking at on Friday. On Friday, it made this move from 450 up to five, 550, six, 650, all the way up to a high of 720. And I kept seeing it hitting the scanner Friday afternoon, and I was I was impressed. And I was feeling a little FOMO, and I was just like, wow, man, this thing is really taking off. So, um, and it is a former runner, a stock that I had traded in the past. So to see that move on Friday was, was impressive. So it was the first one I was watching, uh, or, or it was the first one that I looked at earlier this morning, but that was at like, I don't know, maybe 8.45 or 9 o'clock. And so by the time I was doing my watch list, I'd kind of forgotten about it. I wasn't really thinking about it. I think I might have had it up on my level two from Friday. Um, so I, I might have had it up here at one point. So, you know, I was kind of like interested, but sort of looked away and was focusing on other things. The bell rings and um, this ends up squeezing up right here. 
The high of the day was 23. It squeezes up, it hits the scanner. Uh, oops, sorry, let's see, we'll use the scanner. Uh, so it hits the scanner at 25, and then 57, 69, 69, 75. So it's boom, 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 hitting the scanner. As soon as um, it hit the scanner right here, I, I was like, whoa, ELTK, yes, I um, this was the stock that I was looking at earlier. It's doing, someone even mentioned in the chat room, hey, check it out for red to green move. Uh, so I think I pulled it up just before it did the red to green move and shift one, shift one, shift one, shift one, I'm pressing my hotkey to buy. Now, ZVZZT, this is the NASDAQ test stock. So this is what happens when I press shift one. Boom, just like that, just like that, just like that, just like that. I'm in 12,000 shares. And that's what I did on ELTK. Boom, 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 boom. In 12,000 shares, adding as it's squeezing up. So I take my starter and then I'm adding, adding, adding. Hits a high of 85. Now on this one, um, I was thinking this is the first stock that's hitting the scanner today. It looks good. So I was thinking this thing might rip up to seven. And then if we can break 720, uh, we're breaking the highs from Friday. So I was starting to get a little excited. This might be a really nice trade. It rips up here, hits a high of 85. It then pulls back right here. It then drops down to 25, which is not good. It bounces back up to 62 and I'm selling through here on this bounce. I'm hopeful that I can hold my last position for a one minute micro pullback and a retest of the high. And I would have been okay with adding if it had done that. But then as it broke here, the low of, um, let's say actually no, then it dropped down to 13. I was still holding uh, about 700 shares through the bottom of this pullback. And then I finally sold the rest of it right here. So I was really disappointed that um, what could have been an awesome trade, a breakthrough, um, uh, $7, and potentially a 50 cent plus winner on 12,000 shares ended up only being um, about 20 cents. So I'll sell this ZVZZT test stock. So all out now. Um, and that is a test stock. So it's not going to contribute to my daily gains, which is or loss, which is good. But yeah, um, overall, disappointing that this didn't work out super well. So then the next trade, BLRX, um, it hits the scanner and I just, I was like, mm, I don't know, because ELTK kind of failed. And now this one, so it hits the scanner at 325, 340. And if I had jumped in it right away, well, it did end up hitting a high of 64. So a 35 cent breakout, it's not bad at all. Um, but uh, this, this did not hold that level. It then comes back down. And as you can see now, it's back down at 230. So a big rejection there. And I think, so at that point I was like, now that's two, ELTK rejecting, BLRX rejecting. I better step back here. Uh, and then when I saw ABEO going a little higher, I just thought, now nah, I don't know. I better not, better not risk it. I'm just gonna leave it alone. And I don't think anything else has hit the scanners. Uh, NETE and OSN, I guess, hit for a second. OSN did a little red to green move, but it didn't hasn't sustained very well. NETE is a little bit of a daily setup over 520, but that one's also um, not looking 
particularly impressive. And this ARDX is a higher float stock, 55 million shares. I'm not really sure. Uh, I wasn't really watching this one. So that one looks like it just all of a sudden kind of ripped here from four up to 460, which is a nice breakout, but um, I, I think I'll just leave it alone. So one trade today, one winner, and um, I'm just going to leave it at that and live trade another day, be back at it tomorrow. Uh, hope that we see a little bit uh, more follow through, but also, uh, you know, we'll be okay with taking it a little bit slow. Someone asked me earlier in the room, um, you know, how I gauge when I, on a trade like ELTK, will go ahead and take my profit versus hold the whole thing for that big move up to seven. And for me, I didn't feel comfortable. I Now, ELTK, I took a pretty big position. If I'd only taken maybe 3,000 shares or 6,000 or maybe even 9,000, I might have held a little longer because I th would have thought, well, you know, I'll give it a chance. Because I went with bigger size, I felt like I needed to um, reduce the risk a little faster because there's more risk with bigger positions. So that might have been part of it there. But a bigger part was the fact that at the beginning of the month, I don't have a cushion on the month. I'm at zero. And even though, you know, I could certainly say, well, I've already done really great on the year for the rest of the year, I'm only going to swing for home runs. So, you know, I'll probably get a few and they'll end up being $25,000, $35,000 winners. And there'll be trades like this that end up being either break even or small losses because I just, um, you know, I, I just throw in the towel or whatever. Uh, or, you know, I just let it stop me out flat rather than take the profit. 